Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. Stacy Blackwood here, joined by Jake Thomas. Jake, how's it going, buddy? Going good, man. Uh, glad you know, good to be back, and uh, got a new little setup here. So uh, we're going to try this out and see how it rolls. Yeah, for those of you watching us on YouTube now, we we are now on YouTube. So uh, <laughs> just uh, just another way for you to connect with us here at the Tide Talk Podcast and. Uh, we're going to get things started here in just a minute, but of course, I got to tell you about our friends over at BetOnline.ag. The NBA playoffs are in full swing. The NHL playoffs are in full swing. Major League Baseball is is going on right now. Uh, there's soccer. Uh, of course, the Bachelorette's on. If, if reality TV is something you want to bet on, so uh, just head on over to BetOnline.ag and make sure you uh, tell them that the Tide Talk podcast sent you from the Believe Podcast Network. And sign up today, and you'll receive that 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Jake, here in this first segment, we're going to talk about something that's not really just about Alabama, but it kind of involves Alabama. And that's the uh, – that's the the rumors of the college football playoff expansion, and uh, the rumor is now that there's going to be expanded to twelve teams. Uh, just kind of your initial thoughts on, on the on the college football playoff expansion possibilities. I think it's a terrible terrible idea, to be honest. Um, I mean, in all actuality, really, the top four teams are probably you know one through four is going to be in it every year. You know, and and I've heard people say, well, there's always a Cinderella in basketball. This ain't basketball. This is football. And the talent spread, most of the time, now there have been some major upsets, and I'm not going to say there hasn't been, but, you know, you're click pretty much clicking on all cylinders when you get to the playoffs. And uh, so I don't see how, you know, in any 12 versus one or 10 versus three, whoever, however they play, I don't see how anybody's going to beat one through four, and it's always going to be that one through four, just in my honest opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said the same thing for ever, really ever since the, the college football playoff has kind of been incorporated into college football. Um, you only have a couple teams, maybe four to five at the max every year, that you can really say has a legitimate chance to win the championship. So, I expanding to 12 to me is just, uh, I, I don't understand. Well, I do understand it. Uh, they want more money. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it's about, but uh, I, I don't, I don't get the part of making it. Uh, it creates parity. I, I don't believe that they thought that the, uh, the transfer rule was going to create parity. And all that did was allow Alabama to go out and get, you know, arguably the best inside linebacker in college football, on their teams that they didn't have before, and also a four-star wide receiver from Ohio State. So I, I'm, they make all these rules, and then they have these unintended consequences. And expanding the playoffs is, to me, not even looking at the the purity of the sport and what separates college football from other sports. Uh, just the unintended consequences are bad enough. Absolutely. And uh, there was an article put out uh, the other day from – a. Uh, sports.yahoo.com and what they did was they pretty much had like a little put together the 12 team playoff from last year if there was a 12 team playoff listen to some of these matchups number 12 coastal carolina at number four notre dame talk about it i mean 
personal opinion, that's a snooze fest. Notre Dame walks all over Coast Carolina. First of all, who wants to watch that? Right, exactly. And uh, Indiana, number 11, Indiana at number five, Texas A&M. Uh, to me, beat that, down, yeah, beat that, down. Another beat down. Um, now Georgia at Cincinnati, number nine versus number eight. That potentially well, could be a good yeah, game. Yeah, but, but we we saw that game in the Peach Bowl, Jake. I know. Georgia Georgia played with like half of their team and still <laughs> yeah, won. Exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, you get uh, right, right. Um, which in turn, if if all the those teams that the ranked higher teams went on. This is who Cincinnati be playing. Number one, Alabama. Beat down. Stomping. Yeah. Clemson. Number two, Clemson versus Florida. I, Clemson I, that, stomping Florida. Yeah, I agree with that. Ohio State versus A&M. That might be a okay. pr- pretty good game. Yeah, you, you get a good game there. Yeah. Well, Jack, the truth is, and we talked about it last yeah. year, A&M probably should have got in over Notre Dame. I, I didn't really have a problem with Notre Dame getting in, mm-hmm. but you you could have flip flopped those two teams, and and it. I think I'm with you. That would have been a heck of a game between Ohio State and Texas A and M. Absolutely, and then of course the last was Oklahoma versus Notre Dame. So I mean, Oklahoma would destroy Notre Dame. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, the the matchups. I mean, nobody wants to see Alabama versus Coast Carolina. I'm sorry. No. You know, I mean, that's a beatdown all day, every day. You know, I'm honestly nobody wants to see Alabama versus Cincinnati, too. That's a beatdown all day. I mean, so like we said, four teams is good enough. And I mean, if they want to spend it to eight, maybe, but 12, come on, give me a break. Well, I mean, like I said, there's only a couple teams every year that are legitimate contenders to win the whole thing. Last year, that was Alabama and Ohio State, and we saw what Alabama did to Ohio State. Now, I will say this. Towards the end of the season, Oklahoma was playing as well as anybody else in the country. Yeah. Uh, uh, But to me, the two best teams in the country last year are the two teams who play for the championship. Absolutely. So, I – I, I just I don't I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. If 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 I was making the decisions, I would go back to the BCS. Yeah, I mean yeah. I would I would get if you wanted to keep the playoff, keep the playoff. Just let the BCS you know formula come up with the four teams because this whole committee thing's a joke anyway. I mean, and, and we've talked about that before. It's just a it's a joke. It's a political game. So uh, I, I, I personally, let's just go back to the BCS formula. Hey, I'm, I'm fine with that. I was going to say on that point, you know, I think it was like 2012 when when we had to play – we played LSU again in the national championship game. The first game was back and forth, neck and neck. That second game, Alabama rolled away with it. So, you know, those, in my opinion, were the two best teams. Alabama lost the first matchup. LSU, I think, ran, ran the table until that game. Alabama walked them off the, you know, the field. Uh, the second game. So, I mean, the BCS always had the two best teams in there, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. You know? No no question about it. No question yeah. about it. And and I'm, what I'm about to say is is going to piss off every other fan base in the country. So what? Uh, besides, besides the handful that I'm going to mention. But we've been playing, you know, college football for well over 100 years. And they've, they've decided the champion several different ways, trying to make it, you know – easier or, you know, to grow the parity in the game for, for over a hundred years now. 
But you know what? The same few teams win the national championship every year. It's either going to be Alabama, Oklahoma, uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State. It's going to be one of those teams nine out of ten times. Yeah. Uh, you know, back in the day, USC. But what what I'm saying is, is we're doing all this, cha- all these changes, and you know who's going to benefit the most? The same teams that have been winning for the last hundred years. Right. So I'm. I mean, it's just it's the way it is. Uh, we can't stop this train. It's rolling. They're going to go to twelve teams. Uh, yeah. but uh, it's it's a joke. I mean, it's it's all about the money. Uh, they're trying to satisfy these. You know, teams like Cincinnati and Boise State and Central Florida, uh, who the only people who care about are their fan bases. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm an Alabama fan, but, you know, I care what happens at Ohio State. I care what happens at Clemson. I care what happens at Texas A&M. I care what happens at LSU. I don't give a rat's. You know what? What happens at Coastal Carolina? (laughs) Right. They had a dream season, but still, there wasn't no match for the top teams. Yeah, I mean, well, and, and I, and like I said, I know that's going to piss some people off, but, and I sound like an arrogant Alabama fan, and maybe I am being, but I mean, come on. The, the truth is, Alabama fans care about their school and the other big dogs. They, they really don't care what's going on at Cincinnati or Coastal Carolina, Carolina or Central Florida. I mean, it's just right. the truth. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know we we can we can save that for 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 another day. We've kind of talked about this for a minute. Our next subject, Jake, is uh is kind of it's kind of wrapped up in this as well, and it is uh it's should Notre Dame join a conference? Is it time for Notre Dame to join a conference? What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, they always talk about hey, we're getting ripped because you know we we have an undefeated season. But yet, the Power Fives who get in have a conference championship, and we don't. And it's not fair that, you know. Well, sorry, get in a you know get in a conference, win that conference championship, and you might get put in over a Big Twelve team or whoever you know, a Big Ten team, whoever. But you got to get yourself in a discussion, and not being in a conference really, you know. Waters that down, in my opinion. So, well, you know, and what made me think of this today was listening to the J Boy show, and he was talking about how how they needed to join a conference. And you know, we've been saying it for years on our podcast that they need to do it, and but it just kind of planted that seed again. And you know, the last couple years they've been playing an ACC heavy schedule, Mm. and 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 to your point, what you mentioned about getting in over some of these other teams. Beating Clemson last year is the only reason they got in. Jake, right. if, if, if they didn't have Clemson scheduled last year and they beat somebody else, you know, outside of, you know, just, just randomly, let's just say uh, Bowling Green. I mean, I don't, you know, right. just a, a random team. But they do go undefeated. You know who gets in over Notre Dame? Texas A&M. Right. So, to, so to your point mm-hmm. – Beating that ACC team because they're playing that ACC heavy schedule, that benefited them. So you know, joining a conference is going to benefit them when it comes to the college football playoff. Yeah, absolutely. And to your point about A and M getting in over Notre Dame, if that were to happen, you know, Alabama beat Notre Dame by thirty or by A and M by thirty points, 24, 30 yeah. points like that. So something like that. Yeah. I mean, so again, you know. Get get in a conference, 
and and go out there and beat Clemson every year. If you want to prove that, okay, we're Notre Dame, we're back, you know, beat Notre Dame every year in the conference championship game, in the ACC conference championship game. If you're going to play the schedule already at an ACC-heavy schedule, get in the conference. Come on now. I yeah. think the basketball team's already jumped ship yeah. over to the yeah. ACC conference. Yeah. So, football team well, do well, once again, this goes back to money. They have that TV right. deal with NBC, and that's the—I mean, that's that's the only thing holding it up, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I've talked about how it would benefit them when it comes to the college football playoff by joining a conference. Shoot, we go to twelve; they're going to be in regardless. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, does it have an easy schedule? Well, and, <laughs> and it's not—I don't even really have a problem with their schedule. I mean, schedules are 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 what they are. I mean, most of the time. I mean, you see Alabama scheduling teams out 10 years from now. I mean, yeah. there's no way of knowing how good that team's going to be right. 10 years. I mean, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't really – schedules are, to me, are a little bit overrated. I mean, it's it's too much of a factor, especially when you're looking at it from the preseason point of view. Of course, you can go back after the season and look at it and who they play, but – Going into the the preseason, I, I hate looking at schedules and saying, "Oh, this team's got the hardest schedule." How the hell do you know? Right. I mean, but uh, that's a story for another day as well. But I, you know, the the college football playoff thing with Notre Dame, uh, and we kind of should have touched on this before we, you know, switched over to Notre Dame. But uh, you're going to see teams with three losses getting in the playoff. It's going to happen. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you know what? You know what's going to be hilarious is is Alabama for some reason has a down year, mm-hmm. and they lose. Let's just say they lose three games, yeah, and then they get that twelfth and final spot in the playoffs, and then they run the table yeah. and, and win the national championship. Yeah, you know how right. pissed off people are going to be because right. of that, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, the, it did, it didn't help. We're going back to the college football playoff expansion yep. now, but it it doesn't, you know, like you said, it doesn't benefit anybody except the the top guys. You know, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Ohio States, those guys right there. Because yep. they're gonna be in the top four, top five every year. Yeah. So. But but you know, the Notre Dame joining the conference, it's time. Uh, yes. It's time to stop living in the past. Uh being independent is no longer, you know, what it used to be. Uh, they need to join a conference. Just join the ACC like your basketball program has and your other sports. Just go ahead and do it. You've done it last year. I mean, right. just – I know that was because of COVID, but just join it. Get it – I mean, when when this NBC deals up, I don't know yeah. when that is. I hadn't looked. I either. But, but they need to join a conference. That, that's just that's just how it needs to be. Dude. And, yeah, and, and real quick before we move on to our next segment, I do want to, uh, to uh, give a shout-out to our friend Hunter Letson at uh, WD Marketing Group. Uh, this is kind of a free little <laughs> ad for him. But uh, he's uh, he's starting to sell uh, like little badges, game day badges, uh, for uh, for people there in Tuscaloosa. So I think it's redbubble.com. Is that is that where it's at, Jake? I believe uh, so. Where, where you can buy it. Uh, Hunter shared all that. Y'all follow him on Twitter, at Hunter Letson, uh, and, and you'll see where he is uh, – posted all that stuff. I just wanted to give him a quick shout out. He's a friend and buddy and we just, you know, he's got that marketing firm. We want to make sure that he, you know, gets gets his property from the from the rest of Album Faithful. But all right, Jake. 
next we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of what we have planned moving forward uh, with the podcast as we hear in the dog days of summer, <laughs> you know, the yeah. still, still several weeks until, until they report for fall camp. Uh, yeah. But, but Jake, we're going to do a little bit, you know, what we done last summer, last summer we had our first ever kind of tie talk draft where we, each selected 11 offensive players and 11 defensive players from the current Alabama roster to kind of pin each other up against each other to see who would come out on top. So we're going to do that again here this summer uh, coming up pretty soon. Uh, and, and then also we're going to be, you know, revisiting our top five saving players at each position. We've done that a couple summers ago, yeah. and I think it's time. We've had a lot of great players come through since then. So I think it's a good time to kind of revisit that as well. Absolutely. And I had fun doing both of them. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, um, I whenever I picked pick my team last summer, I went young guys. Of course, I've always – as you know, everybody listen, listens to us. I, I'm heavy on, on uh, you know, Trey. And so uh, I, I picked him uh, but and, and Bryce Young. So now this year, you know – Bryce, and then you got Paul Paul Tyson, and then either Jalen Milo. So Alabama's talented. So this is going to be fun. And then uh, revisiting the top five players at each position, I had fun doing that too because you know I, I forget about some of the greats that's come through since Saban's been there. And it's not because you know it's just we forgot about it. It's just so many comes through at every position. You just like oh my gosh, I forgot. Just like Jake Coker, you know he he was one of my favorite. Uh, players or uh, uh, quarterbacks. So, um, you know, you just forget about guys like that. And Blake Sims for another yeah. guy, you know. So, you know, there's so much talent that comes through and rolls through Tuscaloosa, and it, it's incredible. So that's going to be fun as well. I think I figured out what's happened to Trey Sanders. You know, <laughs> going yeah. into his freshman season, he's got that old Jake's, Jake curse on him right now. Going yeah. into his freshman year, Jake predicted that he would win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Sorry, th Then he gets hurt in fall camp. He never sees the field as a true freshman. Then last season, Jake picks him there as a, as a starting running back. Yeah. And then he has that, you know, that car crash that, that, you know, hurts him and makes him sit out the rest of the season. So I think Jake has cursed Trey Sanders. Yeah, I'm sorry, Charlie. I was I was driving your bandwagon, and it and the wheels come off real quick. <laughs> I don't even driving anything. <laughs> heavy load, heavy load. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Hey, go ahead if you're gonna say something. No, I mean you're. I mean that's absolutely true. I mean I, I've been high on the kids since he's been down there, and unfortunately, he just hadn't been able to step on the on the field yet. But you know, man, there's always this year, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, hey, uh, speak, speaking of running backs, did you see J-Boy's top five uh, SEC running back units today? Was Alabama third, I think? I think fourth. I think they're fourth. fourth, yeah. yeah. I, I really don't have a problem with his list because – I don't either. I mean, Alabama don't really ha have anybody that's just proven. No. I mean, I mean obviously Brian, we know they're all talented, but – Right. Brian Robinson's, you know, he can be proven. He's got to prove it this year. Yeah. And he's had some some decent games running the ball, but I mean he's probably going to be the guy this year. So it's step up times for him to step up. But we're loaded down there, right, running back. 
Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that group. Yeah, they're yeah. And, speaking of the J boy, did you see how many South Carolina fans were coming after him because <laughs> their running back group was not in the top five? I mean, yeah. look now they're starting running back Kevin Harris. He's he's a dude. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he a good is. player. But Jake, I could not name one other running back on their team. I don't keep up with South Carolina, so I wouldn't know. I mean, I didn't know Harris. So, but well, he was uh, yeah. he he's he's a good running back. I think he led the yeah. conference in rushing yards. Wow. I mean, well, he was probably behind Najee, but Najee played more games. Yeah, so. right. Um, but he's a really good player. But after that, I mean, I think they got a freshman that they're excited about, but Alabama's got like six of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at every position. Right. So. <laughs> anyway, all right, real quick, guys, uh, make sure y'all head, o- head over to betonline.ag to place those bets, you know, parlays. They have that online casino that's open 24-7. You can play blackjack, poker, all that fun stuff and make your reality TV bets, your sports bet, your prop bets, your pleasers, your teasers, all those at betonline.ag. Then also make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star written review. You can also follow the podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on all the major podcast platforms. And now we're on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the Tide Talk podcast on the YouTube channel right here. All right, Jake, we're going to head out now. Make sure you follow our podcast on Twitter at Tide Talk Pod. You can follow me at Blackwood89. I'm at Jake Thomas TTS. All right, guys, we well, all have a great evening and roll tide. Roll tide.